Hello, and welcome to episode 70 of the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Stuart Butler, and I'm joined today with my fellow Fueligans, the first of which is someone who's going to be really excited that the number has a zero at the end, Pete DeMeo. Ooh, is this episode 70? It is. Oh, it's one more than last week. Welcome, Pete. everybody, to episode 70. It's so funny that this episode is also your age, Stuart. Hmm, questionable. Hmm. Hmm. Divide by two and add five. That's math. That is math. You learn that here. <laughs> Melissa's here with me too. Hello. How are you, Melissa? I am in a spectacular mood. You have a co- concert tonight. Are you excited about that as well? I am very excited about this concert tonight. Did you uh, fix your leaky pads? All my pads are leak-free, I am proud to report. Uh, as they should be. Yes, it's very important. Indeed. And Misha's here for comic relief, as I always. Know. Happy holidays, hotel marketing fans. Yeah, so if you're just tuning in to the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast for the You have a lot of listening time, to catch up on. Go back and listen to the, the previous 69 episodes. You'll learn a little bit about us. But we're glad you're here, and we like to have a lot of fun. And you've tuned in to an especially great episode, I feel like it's going to be, because we're going to have a little bit more fun than we normally do. We're going to be a little ridiculous today. So the premise of the episode is, what if you treated your call center the same way that you treat your website? Like how, how the mistakes we often see on the website, if they were applied to the call center, how ridiculous that would be. So we just want to really do this to try to challenge the thought process for some people who see the website as an afterthought. We don't know how this is going to go. We're a little nervous that it could derail and be totally ridiculous, but we're going to publish it either way. So, the fun meters are about to be off the charts. I, we, I don't think we even brought the fun meters in because we were fearful that they would, we would just break. break. Everybody yeah. can calibrate their own fun meter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tell. everyone that's part of the Fuel Nation, our fellow Fueligan listeners, <laughs> has their own calibrated fuel meter. I mean, fun meter. Yeah. So, But before we get into that shenanigans, we need to do the Fuelies Newsies. So who wants to go first? I can go first. Go I have an article from skift.com. It is a little lengthy, so I'll go through, provide just some highlights, and then I'm sure we'll have some commentary on our end. The title of the article is Google Hotels Revamps Mobile Features as Its Ambitions Expand. So we have had a lot of insight over the past year about changes that Google has rolled out to their hotel price ads feature, whether it's within the local search pack or if it's just within the area where they show pricing information, etc., So they have had a slew of tests that they've been running for quite some time now. And some of these are starting to just be released to the general public and to advertisers. The article runs down several of the new features. So for the sake of brevity, I'll just list just a few of these and we can chat about it. One of the features that we're seeing, and again, these are specific to mobile, which as we know, mobile is more than 50% of search now. Instant book room types. This was seen in the wild for a search query on mobile for Ritz-Carlton in Dallas. I was personally not able to see this, but others might be able to. And this is where Google is showing a room-specific carousel for specific room types with pricing associated with that. This is the first time that they have actually shown specific unit types and room types. So that's one of the things that they're testing out. They're also testing loyalty rate pop-ups, which I thought was interesting. They have some commentary here about how some other websites, online travel agents, have been running a test where um, 
I'll just demonstrate it. So if you were to search for a hotel and Google pulls back the rates for the multiple people that are bidding for placement on hotel price ads. So it might be Expedia, Priceline, whomever. And then those rates will show up. And ideally those rates would be, you would have rate parity. So they'd be similar or same. And what they're also testing is a loyalty messaging. So while all the rates are there, the hotel will be able to present a message. The official hotel website can promote, you can save an additional X percent if you sign up for our loyalty program. So really incentivizing people and putting that messaging front and center that we have a program, you can save money, you should book with us. That was interesting to me. They're also testing some mobile only rates. So this was seen with, on a hotel search, again, on mobile, TripAdvisor was advertising rates that were specific to mobile, so 19% off because you're a mobile user. They have a few other notes on here, one of which was that they are striving for an agency-like design, which I thought was there was some interesting conversation about this where they discussed Google had initially, when they rolled out hotel price ads, it was really a very similar experience to what the look and feel of the Google search results page was, but now it looks like they're really shifting that functionality and that feel to function more like an online travel agent site. So I thought that was an interesting note and I do agree with that. It's a very long article, but very comprehensive. I really did enjoy it. And I think it's just another sign that Google is taking travel seriously. They're going to continue to throw more money at it because it makes money for them. And it's something that should be on everyone's radar. <laughs> I think the part about letting the hotels better promote themselves with the loyalty program is really interesting. I agree with that. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And we've talked about in the past how big of a impact or how big of a part of Google's business travel represents. And they already own the OTA market. They're not going to get a ton more money from them. But really becoming a big you know, proponent of the book direct option gives them the ability to have a lot more revenue coming in, I would think. Yeah, if you if you look at the revenue stream that Google has from travel, it's one of their largest right. out of all of their line items. It's in, in the, you know, what, 15 billion or something ridiculous, of which the vast majority of that is coming from two customers. It's coming from Priceline Group and Expedia Group. So those guys in turn are taking the the, what they're doing on Google and reselling that to us as hoteliers and making even more money. So long term, Google has to be saying, hmm, it sure would be good if we didn't have that unnecessarily middleman in, in that equation and I can take a bigger slice and the hotel can, can win and you know the only one that loses there is the OTAs. I think that's where they're going long term, but they can't do it overnight because they can't interrupt the fact that they're getting the revenue from the OTAs today. So we, we've been running Google hotel ads for for number of years for our clients and it's really effective from an ROI standpoint but it's still somewhat minimal from a volume standpoint right we don't get a ton of bookings relative to other channels relative and we don't to get the data like we do for other channels like AdWords where you can you can bid on specific <clears throat> keywords you can control where you're showing up yeah. for something yeah. like hotel it's, price ads like you don't know what you're showing up for it really could be frustrating anything. but yeah. that's like, all changing in January, February, when Google rolls that into AdWords, I mean, it's going to be a big change when you can manage your GHA listings through there. Did you you want to explain what you mean by that? Because I don't think everyone's going to be aware of the news that broke. Yeah, so this is it's really interesting. In on November tenth, during the Focus Wire conference, Oliver Heckman, who's the vice president of shopping and travel at Google, announced 
a few really key things in an interview that he did. One was that they were interested in completely rewriting our hotel stack, by his words, which includes also planning wait, on moving... Wait, our hotel stack or Google's no, hotel stack? No, Oliver Heckman's hotel stack, which is Google's hotel stack. Oh, I thought they were going to come and rewrite all our code, which That's I didn't want them phenomenal. to do. Phenomenal. No, I don't want them no? to do that. You don't want to have Google working for us? Mm-mm, no, we're better than them. We won't let them on the podcast or anything. Okay. Carry on. So anyway, that also includes, he said that they would be looking to move hotel ad services into AdWords with a full launch anticipated as early as early 2018. So we could be talking about a few months from now, the ability to really change how we think about and how we manage our GHA listings. Yeah. And we, we just don't know enough about it yet. I mean, there's not any public information about this. This is the first confirmation that it could be happening. And I mean, it's great. We've been saying for a long time, this should happen. It should be controlled within AdWords. We mm-hmm. welcome it. We just want to know more information. Yeah. That's why Google's hair is so big, because it's full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Do people keep their secrets in their hair? It's a movie quote. Which one? Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> Oliver Heckman doesn't have that big of a hair, but he has some big <laughs> secrets, and I'm, we're excited to see what's going to happen with Google when it comes out. Yeah, you kind of derailed her news item and news jacket with another. It, that news was a complete item. accident, but yeah, that's okay. But, oh wait, wait! But, Did, I, I hear we have breaking newsies from the news desk. Melissa. Oh boy, I'm jumping in at the tail end of some awesomeness there. Yeah, so we have some other exciting news coming from uh, the home office of Myrtle Beach, and we have just passed the whole Cyber Weekend thing that goes on, you know, around Thanksgiving every year. And so I thought maybe I would share some stats that I quickly pulled together recently on the weekend, if that's okay. Please proceed. Okay, so looking at a group of about 30 different properties in the area, and this is looking at the day before Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday, so Wednesday through Monday um, of Thanksgiving, we are looking at total revenue being up about 5% versus last year, but phone mobile phone revenue is up 80% while traffic from mobile phones is only up 6%. Think about that. That seems like perhaps an increase in conversion rate. That's kind of crazy, right? Hmm. So as a percentage of revenue, this year we had 31% booked on a mobile phone versus 18% last year. It's a big jump in revenue. It's, it's crazy. And that, you know that's a broad cross-section of different types of property. And we've said this on the show before, we've actually got a couple of properties now that hit the tipping point and in some months they're getting more than 50% yes. of total bookings are coming in from mobile phones. So if you're not close to that yet, then, you know, you need to evaluate your booking engine, evaluate your mobile experience. And, you know, if you're not there yet, you certainly need to be there by the end of next year. I think the majority, the norm will probably be if we look at next cyber Monday, I've got to assume that we're going to be at least the majority of people will be 50 percent yeah. on mobile phones it's just the way we consume now it's where the way mm-hmm. we do our shopping as consumers so get out of get out of your consumers way and make sure they have a great frictionless booking experience on mobile and you know it's build it and they will come well, build I, a dream. I think that it's interesting i mean at least since i've been here which is almost five years the cyber black friday trend not only has grown in general for all industries, but I I don't feel like it used to be nearly as big of a push in the travel space. 
And that's changed tremendously over the past few years. I mean, even if you're looking at search volume for travel specific deals, it's, it's grown tremendously. So I think, you know, when people think of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that might not be on the top of a hotel's radar, but the demand is there for sure. Yeah. And it, you know, it's phenomenal and it has grown every year and we've encouraged our clients to be smarter about it. They've extended the length of it. They're doing more and more, you know, collaborating between email and social and even paid advertising. So I, I think I think it's a good thing, but it doesn't have to be unique just to Cyber Monday. I mean, I think that's when mm-hmm. you want to do a huge push because it's when the purse strings are loosest. But you can create these events yourself. Sure. You know, we've got other clients that will do, you know, the last day in February is another kind of big sale push or New Year's or stuff like that. So, you know, if you create these events throughout the year and you train your guests to look for them, I think it can be a real positive mm-hmm. thing. And especially... You know, a lot of our clients this year, rather than just putting out blanket discounts, they were really strategic about it. So they said, when are we having soft spots or where are our challenges during peak times? So one of our clients was really smart. They said, okay, we're getting more and more people staying for a few days in the week and then the weekend. What It would be really great because we're getting like a lot of soft spots in like Mondays and Tuesdays, even during peak season. So what if we give a deep discount on Sunday arrivals? And we do seven day stays, you know, so we don't have that challenge. And they sold that like it was bananas. How many analytics? It was bananalytics. Or like, you know, packages to your point, you can do a buy five, get seven. Yeah, exactly. So so I think being creative and not just jumping on the bandwagon, but understanding the psychology that people are primed to purchase and they're expecting the best deals of the year to happen around that Cyber mm-hmm. Monday, Black Friday kind of time period, you can take advantage of that in a really creative way and solve some of your problems so that you don't have to wait until the week before and drop your rate on Groupon for even bigger discount than you would if you get the the reservations on the books now. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've seen a lot of what our clients have done and they've done a really smart job about this, but I also am a member of, you know, Marriott rewards or Hilton rewards. And then I signed up for travel zoo just, you know, for kicks to see what kind of discounts there were. But I think they did a great job because I definitely got several emails from Marriott, from Hilton promoting either discounts and looking at the available dates. It was definitely times that were soft spots in their inventory or, you know, different dates where you could get, you know, 10,000 more rewards points or whatever it might be. So there's definitely hotel brands out there using that exact idea to your point, Stuart. And people are not behind the curve if they're not doing Black Friday cyber deals yet. If you don't start soon, you absolutely will be. I was looking at an article on Travel Weekly and I didn't realize how new this phenomenon was. I know that at Fuel, we've been doing it with a lot of our clients for several years. Expedia ran its first Black Friday sale in 2011, and they only added Cyber Monday deals in 2015. Oh, wow. So, you know, you, you always think of it as being, oh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that's been mm-hmm. a thing forever. It has been, but the hotel industry has been really behind the curve and getting to be, become a part of it. Mm-hmm. So if everybody has their wallets out, they're nodding their head, yes, they're ready to buy, mm-hmm. make sure you have something very compelling. I mean, the most valuable thing is, you know, we're starting, you know, thinking about from a, a yielding perspective in 2018, if you can already get a nice base of reservations before the year even begins, it's going to set you up for an entire year's worth of success down the road. Yeah. And we, we did a podcast on this. I, I'm ashamed to admit, I just had to look it up because I couldn't remember which episode number it is. Now that we're at 70, I can, it's hard for me to remember what we did and when we did it. 
But if, if you're interested, if you're not really taking full advantage of Cyber Monday, we did a whole episode dedicated to that. Um, is episode 28. So if you go to fuel, fueltravel.com slash podcast and click on episode 28, we did a whole episode dedicated to it. It's, I, I can't recommend it enough. It, it's a phenomenal way of getting heads in beds at the right times, getting you know people on the books so that you can start yielding up instead of having to yield down last minute and, and kill your rate. Yeah, good one, Melissa. Okay, I'm ready to have fun. Let's go. All right, so let's jump into the episode. So like I said before, we're, we're doing a ridiculous comparison of if you treated your phone call center or your phone reservations the way you treat your website visitors. So we're picking on a lot of the things that we, we've talked about throughout the, you know, the many episodes of this podcast that we uh, don't like on the web, like the mistakes people are making that are unnecessary and we're going to take that and apply it to the phone so we're going to do some role playing and we're going to pretend that one of us is calling in and that one of us is the reservationist just to illustrate the point it's improv night at the fuel travel podcast it is pour yourself a beverage now as as much as we attempt to entertain and delight you in with our wit and humor we're not the best comedians so this could speak for yourself sir flat on its face but hopefully it'll illustrate the point. So first up, we're going to do the, the the one that is probably the biggest mistake, right? Which is the website is just not as helpful as it should be. It's making the guest do more of the work. So, so examples of that would be something like someone is trying to perform a search and there's not an easy to use calendar. Like they have to put in the dates themselves. They have to type in the dates and they maybe have to do that in a, in a particular format. And then when they search, maybe it just says something like, oh, there's no availability. It doesn't give them any options beyond that, right? And with our booking engine, a lot of this out there, when someone makes a search, there's no availability, we like to give them options, right? Just like you would on the phone. But a lot of folks on their website, they're not doing that. So here we go. Here's the first one. It's not, not being very helpful on the call center. Hello, and thank you for calling the hotel. Hi, hotel. I would like to make a reservation. What are your dates? Um, so I'm looking at some dates in March. I, I, I think I want to leave on a Thursday and maybe fly back on a Monday. Invalid. What are your dates? Okay, um, so let's look at maybe Traveling on Thursday the 8th through Monday the 12th. Please tell me the year. Um, okay, so I'm going to travel this year. Which year? <laughs> All right, so let's try this again. I would like to arrive on Thursday the 8th, 2018, and return or check out on Monday the 12th, 2018. Great. How many adults? Two. How many children? Zero. How many rooms? Just need the one. We have availability. Great. Can you tell me more? Yes. We have a king single. We have a queen single. We have a double smoking. We have a queen handicap access. What about the king? That sounds like it could work. The king is not available. But you just told me it was. The king is not available. I'm sorry. 
But you just told me it was. The king is not available. <laughs> um, what if I change my travel dates? What dates are you looking for? <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what? I This might just be easier on Expedia. I've used them before. Never had an issue. So I think I'm just going to call them instead. All right. Well, thank you very much for your site. I hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed your visit. You said thank you very much for your site. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for visit for the visit to our site. <laughs> so this is professional hotel marketing, not com- comedy. All right. Good job. But you get the point, right? It, it's that's how it it feels on a website when people will say, "Oh, you've got to enter the dates in this particular format." And FYI, Misha, you didn't even say a month. You were just saying. I was waiting for him to ask for the, the month. Twelfth of this year. I was waiting yeah. for him to ask for the month. Ridiculous. She, did yeah. ri- she originally said the month of March. Yeah. She did, yeah. but then yeah. yeah. But that, I was that wasn't the proper syntax. Yeah. I could not answer that question. Well, yeah. okay. So next question: Where's the king if he's not available? The king is dead. The king. What? Is, Long yes. live the queen. The king has left the building. Well, hey, all hail yeah. the queen. Mm. But I think it, it it's obviously absurdity, but it does show that if someone in, it be a, intuitive. If somebody on your site chooses the date, go ahead and, and fill in a good extra date. Don't require them to put in the number of adults, the number of children, the number of nights. We can figure that out later on down the process, but let's get them into the conversion funnel sure. than just you know, and make flexible them... search dates. I yeah. mean, for business travel, perhaps not nearly as flexible, but in the leisure travel space, a lot of times people are flexible. So allowing yeah. them to have that option and see, well, we're not available here, but if you check in one day later or one day earlier, whatever it might be. Yeah, and it might yeah. save you money. Yeah, what we do is, is uh, it's been used a lot. When we look at the data, we show the available rooms first, and then we show grayed out the unavailable rooms, but we let them look at an availability calendar mm-hmm. with a daily price breakdown for each room. And we let them see a daily price for the rooms that are available. So they might save money if they shifted the days right. a little bit. And a lot of times a leisure traveler is not locked into a specific arrival date, departure date. They can move it a little bit on either side. So be, be flexible. Yes. Yeah, I mean, just like we were talking about, people are booking now, like in it, for Cyber Monday, they're booking for next June and July. You, There's no way they are fixed on that they have to arrive on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Sunday. So you make it easy for them, but also... Use that knowledge to help you help yourself in terms of filling yeah. in the gaps and making sure you're encouraging people to do a Sunday check-in yeah. if that's what you want to do. And if you ever had a reservationist speak like that to a guest, you would be you know, very understandably frustrated and, and privately looking for a new reservationist. Right. I think the point we're trying to make with this episode, and we'll, you'll see this more and more, is every individual that comes to your website is just as important as every individual that calls the phone and and you would never ever think about dismissing someone or not being helpful and not giving them what they needed on the phone you spend a lot of time and money training your reservationists to make sure that that, that consumer has a great experience you should be doing the same on your website so do we want to do the second one let's do it all right all right so this one is the age-old problem that we talk about to death on this show which is not having a mobile friendly or mobile first website experience and especially booking engine even if you've done to the trouble of making your website mobile friendly but then you're using an antiquated booking engine that your pms provides that just does not is not up to snuff when it comes to a mobile device and we're forcing people to have to use their desktop or another device to actually make the transaction 
The fact that you don't have 50% of your bookings on mobile is not because the consumer is not ready. It's because you're making it difficult for them. We've seen that. We've got data to prove that. So you would never, ever consider someone picking up their mobile phone and calling your reservation system and telling them that they cannot book that way or making it difficult for them to book that way. So why do you do it on your website? So this, this is the scenario. Let's see how it goes. Hello, thank you for calling the Old Timey Hotel. How may I be of service to you? Hi, Old Timey Hotel. I'm on my way into town on a last minute getaway and I'm hoping to book a room for tonight. Oh, okay. So you're, you're in the car right now? I am. Um, and that means you're on a mobile phone? That's correct. Okay, and is that one of those newfangled smartphones that has a web browser? It is, in fact, one of those. Okay, well... You know, you can book this way on your mobile phone, but I'm, it's not the best. You know, it will probably take about 20 minutes. I can't give you all the information. The rates will probably not be the same. So my advice to you, ma'am, is to, to go ahead and hang up. Go find your desktop computer. Or better yet, you could go find a rotary phone. You have one of those old rotary phones? Because we are compatible with those. Any kind of old equipment, we're really compatible with. Unfortunately, so, I got rid of my rotary phone about 20 years okay, ago. Okay, well, we'll stick with desktop computers. So, okay. so go ahead and hang up. Go find your desktop computer. Boot that Windows box up. Wait like the couple of minutes that that takes. Go back to this number, and then I can make a reservation for Wait, you. Does that sound good? That really does not sound convenient to me. I don't want to do that. I'm in the car. You understand I'm in the car. I'm yes, driving right yes. now. I'm I, I would, on my way. I would love to take your reservation, but unfortunately our system is not compatible with mobile so phones. So you're not going to let me give you money? Well, again, you can, but it's it's a little antiquated. Oh, so if you want to try really frustrating. it, we can do it. I mean, there's I really some... don't want to pull off to the side of the road and go back and go find a, another I, computer. I understand that, man. But you know, we can try if you want. Now, some of the rates are going to be you know, outside of my vision, I'm not going to be able to see them. Well, why so we is can that? Kind of get, well, because, you know, the, you're using a new device and our system isn't equipped to handle that kind of new technology. So well, I'm you know, very we, we just haven't, we haven't spent the time and the, the money to invest in new systems. You know, the fact that all consumers now use mobile phones, you know, at ownership doesn't really want to invest in that kind of technology. Um, so, you know, but you can book perfectly fine on the desktop. There's no problem. You know where else I can probably book really fine? Oh, where's that, man? probably with Expedia. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. Have a great day. You too. We look forward to your stay. Fantastic. Ooh, that was not okay. We it's are not. like 0 for 2 right now I for know. OTAs. Ex Expedia got both those bookings. I know. Because we're making it difficult and we're not mobile friendly. But aren't we saving money by not having to redo our website and our booking engine? Exactly. Yeah, we didn't have to redo our call center. So, <laughs> but we did pay that commission, that nasty old commission. All right. So this next one, it, we did a whole episode on this as well. But it, it's about photography. So we at Fuel believe that you should have a line item in your budget, marketing budget, every single year to update photography and, and i'm not saying you have to redo all your photography every year i'm just saying you should have some new fresh photography every year and always be trying to get lifestyle shots always trying to be shining a light on the best aspects of your property and your guests right so a lot of people 
don't invest in photography. They'll they'll do a photo shoot and then wait 10 or 20 years before they do another one. It's like, I've got photos. Why do I need new ones? Well, we feel like visuals on a website are as important as any of the written content. And you should definitely be investing in it. So imagine if the descriptions and the feeling and the motion that someone got when they called a property trying to find out information about it was that old grainy 1970s photo that is still on your website. So that's that's the premise of this next one. Hey, welcome to the Radis Hotel at the Beach. How are you doing today? Hey, I, I heard some good things about your property. I don't know a whole lot about it. And uh, I was just calling to learn a little bit about the vibe and to see you know, what the rates were and stuff like that. So if you could start just by telling me a little bit about what I, what I can expect of the property, what you offer. Oh man, you are love this place. It, it You'll be getting jiggy down at this property. That's what I'll tell you right now. Because imagine you're sitting on the beach. You have the shortest shorts on that you've got. You're sporting your beautiful mustache and you're just soaking in the sun and taking in the rays. It's going to be fantastic. I, I, I don't have a mustache. Okay, well, imagine this. You're wearing your nice, cool, sleeveless tank top with... It's, it's hypercolor. you got to wear your hypercolor, and you're going to have the best time at this beach. Let me tell you about the Paisley design in our rooms. You are going to go nuts. But wait, there's also the beautiful TV. I hope you like 27 inches, and I hope you like a nice, big CRT TV platform with not one or two, but three HBO channels, and we even have air conditioning. It sounds like you guys are a little bit dated. Hey, I got to say, I've dated a lot of people. Absolutely. <laughs> but you are going to love this property. <laughs> what about the carpet situation? Do you have carpets in the rooms? We do. We do. We have we have fantastic carpets. We have a nice, thick, uh, I don't want to say avocado, but I want to say avocado carpet, and you're going <laughs> to love it. I, I, I'm kind of picturing a shag carpet right now. Don't... Yeah, maybe some people would say shag, but really what it does, is it says fun. And you're going to have a lot of fun at this beautiful resort. Okay, what about in the rooms? Like, what kind of decoration or, you know, what's the ambiance of the room? room is fantastic. It, it, it does have the most sought-after little uh, shake bed that takes quarters, which is phenomenal. It's got the light that has the chain that goes over to it, which is, which is nice. It's got a window unit for AC, so AC, heat, you control it on your own to make your stay as comfortable as possible. What's your position on lava lamps? Well, we have enough for you. You don't need to pack your own if that's what you're asking. (laughs) I kind of figured, you know, I I just, I don't know if this is the right property for me. It sounds like, you know, we're looking for something a little more contemporary. Contemporary? This is contemporary. Did you know that we have fireplaces all over the place? It's amazing. We put them everywhere. What about the food? Is, do you guys offer food on the property? Yeah, we have a great fondue restaurant downstairs. <laughs> I think you'll really, really like it. Okay. I, you know, I, this just doesn't sound like it's right for me. I don't get the right feeling. You know, I'm looking for something a little more modern, so I'm just going to go to Expedia. Right on, man. Hey, you do what you need to do. We'll be right here if you need us. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Oh, I would totally book if I could enter my search dates. <laughs> 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 we didn't we don't have an option for dates past 2000. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, can, it, that's true. 
Can you just do that voice <laughs> for the rest of the podcast? <laughs> I don't know, you kind of had me sold on the fondue yeah. and the avocado. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you wouldn't book there or you would? Depends on my mood, I guess. I don't know. I mean, if Pete is selling me on it, maybe. Yeah, he did a good job. Probably a yeah. little too good. Yeah, a little, <laughs> but a little yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, but your photography shows the, how modern, how up-to-date your property is. If it's dated, your property appears to be dated. And, you know, the biggest mistake I see is where your website has old photos, but then you go to TripAdvisor or Expedia and they've got newer photos on your website. There, there's no excuse. You should never have another profile of your site somewhere else on the interwebs that has better photography than your own website. And it's been said countless times that people don't read online. They're going to you know, digest the photos. They're going to look at reviews. They're going to look at the things that, that help them make a decision and put themselves in that process. And it's not going to be the written word. You need to have phenomenal photography. Yeah, I, I think some there was a genius that once said that a picture paints 980 words. We've had this conversation, I think, on this I podcast. That, it was a callback to a previous yeah. episode. Do it's we a say, lot of words. Yeah, it's, yeah. so you definitely need the photos. All right, so that one's done. So let's move on to the next one. If we have any listeners left. This is ridic- more ridiculous than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's fine. Share yeah. your comments. You know, Go and you know, send them to us or go on iTunes and leave a review and let us know. If we're going too far off the rails on this one. No, because we've got all five-star reviews. I don't want them to tell us. That well, no, give stuff. us a five-star review, but then yeah, how about this? us apart. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Then go to email and send an email to info at fueltravel.com to tell us how ridiculous this episode was. Or did it really illustrate the point? In, in, in case we're belaboring the point, we don't care because we've got a couple more of these. So let's do the next one. <laughs> all right, so this next one is the what we've coined the term the NASCAR effect. And uh, did we coin that? Probably not. I it's thought we like called it home. interrupting cow effect. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably so. But the the fact that your website tries to be all things to all people and, you know, you have someone in your golf department or someone in your group's department or someone, whatever, the realist, you're selling real estate at your property as well. And everyone feels like their information is as important as everyone else's. And so you slap all of it on your homepage and throughout the site and it gets in the way of the conversion and distracts people. You know, we're big proponents here of simplicity. You want to get out all the noise, just push people through a very linear, easy, frictionless conversion funnel without any noise in the way, right? So people still make that mistake of saying, okay, group travel manager or wedding manager or golf manager will put this big banner on the homepage, even though 1% of all of the people that come to the site even care about golf, we're going to put it front and center and make it more important than all the other stuff that we're doing. So this is where the marketer has to have a strong backbone and be able to say no. Yeah. And look at all things are equal. They're not, you know, and you need to prioritize based on it's okay to have a golf button in the navigation. That's fine. But don't put slap golf stuff everywhere throughout your site and especially not in the booking engine because it's really, really frustrating and it's going to lead to increased bailout. So let's uh, lights, camera, action on this one. And this one is the distraction or what did you call the interrupting interrupting cow? cow. All right, let's go. Hello and welcome to call, uh, welcome to the Seaside Resort. How may I help you? Hi, I'm looking to book a vacation. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! How about golf? You're interested in golf? Uh, I, golf I is can, great. Can, can, can you, you hear I, me? Wait, I, we can. Um, uh, we can still hello. Do this. No golf. Okay. Come on. Hi. Uh, 
Yes, hi. Hi. Uh, welcome, welcome to the resort. How may I help you? I'm trying to book a vacation getaway for the next summer. Wait, did oh, you fantastic. say you're looking at a conference? We have some beautiful uh, banquet facilities. Uh, we can accommodate up to 250 uh, guests at no, one time. No, I'm not looking for a conference. Oh. Nope. Okay. C- can I book this vacation? Yeah, absolutely. You say you're looking for uh, next summer? Yes, preferably oh, July. Oh, you absolutely love it here. The weather is perfect. We have plenty of availability at the moment, but we do fill it pretty quickly. What dates are you looking for specifically? Oh, did you? Oh, oh, by the way, did you know you can actually buy these rooms as well? You don't just have to rent them. You can actually buy them. You can live uh, here as well. You want to live here? Cause can you can barely afford buy them. my vacation. I don't think I'm ready to buy. It's, it's only one ninety nine ninety nine. Interest rates are super low. Nope. Thanks. Can can I just? Yeah, absolutely. Hi. So you said that you were looking. Are you at there? The, yes, absolutely. So we're, you said you're looking at the at a July yes. time period, and that's fantastic. Like I said, it's, it was a beautiful time to visit. What were those dates again? I'm looking for like the July Fourth weekend. Oh, did you know that July Fourth is the perfect time to plan a destination wedding? Did I hear wedding bells? We have oh. some fantastic options for weddings. We have oh. event space oh, you know as what? well as reception I just remembered. Space. That's awesome. I just forgot I have a wedding next month, and I forgot to go book that room. So let me call you back. I got to go take care of this first, and I'll come back to you and book this one later. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks. Wow, we lost that one, and we distracted her and real, made her realize that she had to go book somewhere else. Have when, fun at your wedding, though. Yeah. yeah. When they have their who's credit getting card, married, Melissa? Um, when they have their credit card, everyone's interrupting. Doesn't matter. <laughs> We're continuing the interrupting cow, Pete. Did you have something to say? Just that when Ooh. the person has, <laughs> damn it, when the person has their credit card out, you have to drop everything else and focus on achieving that customer's goals. Yeah, they want a book. Why are you getting in their way? Why are you stopping them from doing what they want to do? They want to give you money. Why do you hate money so much, Pete? As Mr. Wonderful would say. No, I just said it. Okay. But if you want to call me wonderful, you can. <laughs> Mr. Cynical. <laughs> there you go. That's probably more apt, <laughs> for sure. But that, that one is very, very, very common. All right. So let's do one more, shall we? Let's do it. All right. This one is one that we hop on a lot on this show, and that is... The booking engine experience is different than the website experience. And when you go from the website to the booking engine, it's a jolt to the system. It creates um, an unease with the consumer. It, it makes it a little more difficult. They can't necessarily get back to the website to do research. You know, some of the big guys out there that have booking engines in a lot of hotels, they don't even have navigation at the top anymore. They've gone to this situation where you're just you can just change the dates and there's a logo to get back to the the main website. So someone or or sometimes they redo a website and they don't update the navigation, the booking engine, and then you get a four four page. That just happened. That did just happen. You, now let's not call them out. Okay. So anyway, this this is when your website experience is different than your booking engine experience, and it just causes a little bit of confusion with the guest that ultimately means they might not trust you enough to book. So let's do this one, shall we? Hello, and thank you for calling the Chipper British Resort. How may I be of assistance? Well, hi, Chipper British Resort. I have a work trip coming up, and I would like to book a stay. Oh, that's fabulous. So before I get started, I just need to know what your name is. My name is Misha. Well, Misha, we would be delighted to help you. So I just need your... uh, dates so check-in date check-out date number of people in the party that kind of thing okay sure so i am going to be checking in 
on February 26th, and I will be checking out on February 28th. Okay, 26th to the 28th, and how many in your party? Just the one. Okay, that is phenomenal. That is a great time of year. We have a lot of events going on right then. Um, it, you will not regret it. it. It's phenomenal. And, you know, beautiful property, wonderful rooms, great rates. We uh, also incentivize booking direct. Like, there's no reason you shouldn't book with us right now. It's it's just phenomenal. Well, that sounds fantastic. Can I go ahead and move forward with my booking? You can. Also, the, the reviews on our property are top notch. You, you definitely won't regret booking with us. So let me go ahead and process your reservation um, please hold on one moment. Okay. Hello, and thank you for calling ChipperBritishResorts.ReservationHere.com. <laughs> Hello? Yes, hey. Is this the Chipper British Hotel? Yep, this is Chipper British Hotel. Uh, I was just speaking with someone earlier, and I had given them my information already. Yes, yes, that, that was me. I don't think that was you. Yes, what are your dates, and I can go and plug <laughs> them in for you. Well, I just gave you this information. I'm sorry, can you plug in your dates for me again? <laughs> Just go pl- plug them in. Um, all right, so February 26th through the 28th. Oh, we have plenty of availability then. You'll love it here. Yeah, what- I, you just told me that. Oh, good, good. You absolutely love this place. Are you sure this is the same person in the same hotel? Oh, absolutely. This is Chipper British Hotel reservations dot right here dot com. <laughs> but it is the same hotel. I'm a little confused. Absolutely. This doesn't. This doesn't sound like the same hotel it's, i'm getting some i'm getting some weird vibes i think it's all right as rain i i think i need to to go back because this just gives me a weird feeling i don't feel comfortable booking with this so i'm just gonna go back and book somewhere else there's no back come again there's no back up there there's always a back <laughs> click the logo uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah may, maybe click the logo <laughs> boop so, so Misha, would you would you have booked with this hotel? What would you have done? Sounds like a questionable character. Yeah, would you have gone to Expedia or somewhere you trust? Probably. Yeah. So stop it, people. Stop, stop. Hey, Pete, phenomenal Australian slash British accent. Yeah, yeah. Your I, 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 did, I did some phase shifting there, which yeah, is normal. It's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, I mean, as ludicrous as that is, that that's what you're doing when your website and your booking engine look different they're bad facsimiles or the booking engine is a bad facsimile of your website and you don't give the person the opportunity to feel comfortable that they're booking with the property anymore mm-hmm. when it looks different it's going to raise questions just like it did with misha and there's it's so much of a a, a trust you, you build a trust with your guest with your customer on the website and if you hand them over to something that's not exactly the same not you know a reasonable facsimile like you just saw i sounded just like stewart it was close yeah i mean but if you'd call my mother right now she'd probably think it was me i actually i've already called her and she's sending all your christmas Wait, presents can we get awesome. mrs butler on the line <laughs> <laughs> no, we could probably can get we mrs. get our studio producer to get her on the line <laughs> we could probably get um, mrs doubtfire on the hello line. hello stewart's mom <laughs> Mum, you sound like you got a bit of a cold, Mum. <laughs> I got nothing else. Okay. I wanted to hear Misha's version yeah, of okay, my mom. Let's, Go ahead. Hang on a second. Let's... Hello. <laughs> mum, you sound a lot like Mrs. Doubtful. Oh, dear. So good to hear from you. You haven't called me in quite some time. I literally talked to you this morning. No, you didn't. <laughs> I talked to you and Dad this morning. I don't think you did, dear. <laughs> Might have had to a little bit sip of the hard stuff. That's all right. <laughs> 
right. This is very fun for us. But what's important to know is making sure when the person's going through that booking process and through your conversion funnel. How dare you bring this back on point, Pete? Well, I'm, I'm afraid that the one listener. I was talking to my mom left, and you just. I know, but the one listener we have left. Move. <laughs> I'm sorry, one listener. Hopefully, people are still listening. Yes. If not, we're not like this ridiculous every episode. Just most episodes, but it's okay. So, and and um, it's it's absurd. But the point is, is make sure that throughout your process, you're making your guest and your your know, customer on the website feel at home, feel the trust that they need, yeah, and be able to book the, make the booking. Yeah, go listen to last week's episode, episode sixty nine. Misha did a really good job breaking down the psychology that can be at play in the conversion funnel. And one of them was reassurance, making them feel comfortable. And you know, when you're, you're doing things like having a different booking experience in the website, that's the opposite. You're, you're creating like fear and doubt. And that's the worst thing you can do when someone's laying out, you know, a lot of money for an annual vacation for sure. So do you think, do you think people get it now that they should, pay more attention to their website and think about it. I would hope so. If not, we'll have to do more examples. Yeah. So, so please let us know that this worked because otherwise you got it. Yeah. Otherwise you're in for a treat. Yeah. Or if you want us to do more and you have ideas of mistakes people make on their website and you want us to role play those out on the phone, we'd be happy to do it. Yeah. I think we're always open to content. We actually got a question a couple weeks ago that we answered on the podcast, but now I'm doing an entire blog article about it we'll probably do a podcast about it so please this is essentially free hotel marketing consulting so yeah feel free to use that we do love to help folks we you know what we should do we should do a video series of these little like little vignettes of these examples just give me a heads up so i can like make myself presentable yeah well we could just be normal i mean you could look like a regular um traveler to some of the destinations that i probably Ooh, ooh, we have a we do have a green screen Ooh. So we could. Where are we going? Work. Wherever you want. I want to go. go to wherever your hotel was. Pete. I want to go to the Chipper British <laughs> Hotel. It sounded really good. We can go to Chipper British Hotel and then immediately go to 1980s Hotel. Yes. Oh, that would be phenomenal. All right. So anyway, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you got a little bit out of it. We got a lot of giggles out of it, which is always a good thing. Um, if you'd like to leave a review, you can do so on iTunes. That would be much, much appreciated. You just click on the little... Uh, tab is the second from the left button at the bottom of uh, I'm speaking more British I was about to say you just said bottom yeah it's because I was doing my fake British British accent and then it's like I code switch you know it's when I when I it's you know what it is it's because I talk, talk to my to your mom. mom yeah I code switch when I talk to my mom uh, anyway go to iTunes click or the podcast app click on the second tab at the bottom click on shows click on fuel and then you can review us right there give us five star thumbs up if you have questions you want to leave feedback uh, the best place to do that is info at fueltravel.com. And we will respond to anyone that e- emails us and tells us how much they enjoy or dislike the podcast. And uh, we'll answer any questions that you may have. You can reach out to us on Twitter at, see, still being Brit- British, I'm enunciating some of these things. And you can reach out to us on Twitter at fueltravel. And Pete, where can they reach you on the Twitters? They can find me on the Twitters at pdimeo, P D I M. A-I-O. And do you speak with an Australian slash British accent on Twitter? I do. I type completely in British. You do put U's in, in like color and yep, stuff like that? in full stops and everything. Yeah. You know what's funny? I just changed my Siri to the British accent instead of the American one. I'm being uh, used to it. So when I'm dictating, it'd be like, da-da-da-da-da, period, da-da-da-da-da, period. But the British one doesn't understand that as a full stop. You uh, literally have to say, da-da-da-da-da, full stop. 
So I like have my Siri is the Australian guy. Does, does Australian say period or full stop? I don't know. I don't really dictate text you know, that much. You know, so I sent a text to my um, wife the other day and it was like, period, period, period. I didn't look at it and sent it. And it actually wrote out the word period like five times in the sentence. It was really weird. We have a rule. We never autocorrect. We never correct whatever is written. So we dictate something and hit send. Who's wow. we? Just to clarify, that is not for our client content. No, yeah. no, no. no <laughs> my you say we, that's you and your wife. Yeah. Okay. You never know what's going to happen sometimes. It's fun. <laughs> Shenanigans ensue. Ooh, marriage sounds so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Melissa, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me at M A Kavanaugh, M A K A V A N A G H. You spelled it right again two weeks Two in weeks in a row. And Misha. You can find me on the Twitters at Marketing Misha. That is at Marketing, M-E-I-S-H-A. And I did want to mention that Stuart and I will be doing a talk for anybody who happens to be in Myrtle Beach or if we have any Myrtle Beach listeners. On December 13th, we are speaking on behalf of HSMAI. It'll be at Landmark Resort. We will put the link in the notes in case you want to sign up and join us. We'll be speaking on this topic as well as also speaking on to some of those marketing psychology principles that we mentioned. We do role playing. We might do some role playing. We could, we could do spoiler alert. I don't want live role playing. What? What? Phenomenal. So if nothing else, it'll be really entertaining. Marginally, mildly entertaining. Yeah. If you're not involved in HSMEI, it's a really good uh, group and and we do a lot with them. I participate on the weekly this week in um, hospitality, digital marketing video show. We do, the local events and the South Carolina chapter. And we, we also speak at the national events sometimes as well. So you should definitely check out HSMEI if, if you're not already a member. If you're in the hospitality marketing or sales industry, it, it's really a great way to network with people and learn a lot of good things. And they've got a lot of great courses. So definitely encourage you to get involved. Um, and if you want the notes to this uh, episode and some of the links, including that link to the HSMEI event, you can do so by going to fueltravel.com slash podcast and clicking on episode 70. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I really encourage you to do so. It's been a really popular episode, one of the highest downloaded um, in the first two weeks of it being released. And if you don't listen till the very end of our podcast, you should absolutely do so. It's my one of my favorite little um, vices is putting little sound bites from our testing, sound testing and stuff at the very end. In last week's was probably my favorite ever. So good job. It was ad-libbed. Good job, Pete. So good listen to last week's episode and definitely listen to after the credits as well. And until next time, you've been listening to the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. Moo, 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 moo. Frustrated cow. Go for it. Oh, I, I know, I'm asking. No! Right. Sad cow. Mm. Indignant cow. Mm. <laughs> Moo meh. Brit- British cow. Moo. <laughs> <laughs>